Well, it is so great to be with you this morning. Uh, wherever you're joining in from, whether you're in your living room or maybe uh, you're in the car, you're doing a little bit of, uh, you know, a bit of sneaky listening as you get from point A to point B. But I'm really excited to share this morning um, something that I decided to, I guess, that, that God really put on my heart even before we realized we were going to be doing this online this morning, and I really believe you're going to be encouraged by it. So why don't we just take a moment, why don't we just take a moment just to maybe just focus in wherever we're at, whatever's surrounding us. Let's take a moment to open our hearts and expect that God would speak to us this morning. Jesus, we just thank you that you are with us. You are the God who is present. We thank you that you've got so much more in store for us in our lives. Whatever our lives look like currently, you have always got more. And right now our hearts are open to hear from you. We want you to speak to us, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, why don't you praise God at home? Put an amen in the comments down below. I want to see it. Hey, recently, I mean, last year, we, uh, we, me and my wife and our family actually bought our first home. And we did what I guess most first homeowners did. We walked around and we, we looked at everything that we wanted to change. And, and there were so many things about the house that we bought that I was like, we need to change that ASAP. You know, from little things like, uh, you know, the little 3M thing stuck in random places. And there was like, our house is basically, it's a history site. There's, it's like there's been 10 different owners and they've all done their own thing. And then someone's pulled it out. You know, an example was we had these garden beds and we thought we don't like those garden beds. So we pulled up the garden beds and I'm digging the dirt away. I'm like, why would they have left these ugly garden beds here for so long? And I'm shoveling. And then it was like, tonk. And I was like, oh, that's not dirt, and <laughs> kind of dug around, and here's this massive stump of a pine tree that's sitting out of its ground about this far in our front yard, and there was two of them, and it's like, oh, oh my goodness. But I remember when we first moved in, it was like there's so much vision to change things and to make this place better and to make this place a home. Uh, and it's, it's funny how quickly we just kind of got comfortable and, and used to what was in there. We, we slowly did some things, but other little things went unnoticed. There was some hinges from an old gate on the side of our house in one place. And when we moved in, we were relatively new back to Australia. I hadn't bought myself a drill yet. Uh, and I tried with all my might to get out with a screwdriver, but couldn't do it. Uh, and then just recently, like over Christmas actually, my family had to isolate for seven days, and which a lot of people are like, you poor things. But honestly, I, I rate it. Being at, being at home, we got, we got so much work done. It's unbelievable. And, and I actually got myself a drill and I went in and I took these, I saw these hinges and I'm like, why are they still there? And I took them out and uh, it's just, you know, it's great. We got so much work done. But, but I think it can be a little bit indicative of life sometimes where we can have vision, we can be excited, we can be hungry to grow. But then over time, it's like sometimes those feelings can slowly start to fade away. Fade away. Maybe we were really believing for something. We were believing we would see God do something and maybe it didn't happen in the time frame we were expecting. And we can just start to just get comfortable where we're at. And we, we can go from viewing life as this dynamic and exciting journey of life to viewing it as static and, and somewhat set. So what do we need to do in times like these? Well, we need to re 
reimagine. Type it in the comments down below. Reimagine. We have got to reimagine what our life looks like. That's what we did in our seven days of isolation. We've looked at our house afresh and we said, what, what needs to change? What can we grow? What can we improve here? And I think in times like these in our own lives, when we feel like things have maybe waned a bit, our, our hunger has maybe kind of step, taken a step back, or maybe we're just not growing how in the past we would have liked to, it's time to look and reimagine what our life could be like. If you agree, give me an amen down in the comments. Getting some amens in the room as well, but in the comments, hit me up with them. Um, it's so important that we start to reimagine, to have a fresh look at our life and not just these things as said and done as the same old, same old, but, that see, but see that our life is full of opportunity. At times like these, we need to reimagine. Having a faith that says there is more, there is more to discover about myself. There is more for my marriage. There is more for my business. There is more for my life. Come on, church. I'm getting excited this morning. I hope you are getting filled with vision as you start to reimagine what your life could look like. So I want to do, what I want to do this morning is talk about this. Talk about reimagining our lives from a growth mindset, having a look at our life, not as static, but believing that in every area there is more and that we can grow. I love what it says in Philippians 1.6. It says, being confident, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on until completion in the day of Christ Jesus. It's saying, hey, God isn't finished with you yet. There is more for you. God is still at work. God is still moving. Get ready to grow in 2022. It's so important to have a growth mindset, a perspective that what I am facing is not final, that there is more ahead for me. So I want to encourage us today to reimagine, to reframe, to, to relook at what our life could look like from the perspective of growth. 2022, I wonder what next level growth looks like for you this year. Whether it's personal growth, maybe it's some things you want to improve, maybe it's spiritual growth. I think we should all have a desire to keep growing in our relationship with God. Maybe it's a desire to see your business grow or to see some, some uh, growth in your relationships or in your family. Come on, start to reimagine from a growth perspective. Now, first, I want to talk about four enemies of a growth mindset, okay? Four enemies of a growth mindset. And, and I think it's important that we recognize these. And as I speak about it, I'd love for you to kind of just be thinking through your own life and seeing, have any of these started to slip in? Are you ready? I know you're ready. Let's go. Enemies of a growth mindset. Number one, distraction. What's going to stop you from growing? Distraction or, or growth not being at the front of your mind can actually stop you from growing. It, it's interesting that if you're not actually thinking about growth, it can actually stop you from growing. When, when we lose perspective of wanting to grow, it actually becomes difficult to grow. Our focus is divided and we, we can actually miss the opportunities for growth that are right ahead of us. If we're, if we're not thinking about growth, we'll miss opportunities to grow. Sometimes we can actually just get so caught up in tending to what we already have that we 
miss the growth that God wants to bring. Whether that's in our business, we get, we get so busy with trying to do all the things that just need to be done. Or maybe in your workplace, you're so busy from nine to five, just trying to fill in all the things, check off all the things that the boss put on your to-do list. Uh, sometimes we get so busy tending to what we already have, looking after what we already have, that we forget to reimagine. It, it, we forget to grow. We forget to focus on growth. If we look at the house perspective, we get so busy mowing the lawn after all this beautiful rain we've had in Toowoomba that we don't have time to think about painting or renovating or whatever. You know, someone once said to me, my brother-in-law said to me, and uh, my brother-in-law, Josh, he's got to be one of the highest capacity people I know. He's... He's, he's such an interesting guy because he's got so much going on. He's got four kids in Japan, which is hectic to start with. He's running, at the time he told me this, I think he was running at least three or four businesses. He's always got like six happening in the background that everyone's like, what's going on? He was pastoring three churches. He was just doing so much stuff. And it's so funny because he's also the most chill guy you ever know. He's, he's just so relaxed. You would never know. He's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, stuff, stuff's happening. Um, but I remember him speaking about time management. And he was talking about every week he sets aside time to imagine new things. So, so rather than just getting caught up with doing what has to be done, each week he actually puts in his calendar, I'm spending an hour just with some worship music, thinking about the future. I might not achieve anything, but his whole thought was in those, that one hour that I spend with God and just in thought about my future, I might actually come up with the ideas that springboard me into growth. I might come up with the next best thing. And I remember like, wow, that's so important that we keep growth, that we, we keep going to the next level in, our front of, in the front of our minds. And I think that's a really practical way to do it. Not, not feeling like you're wasting time when you imagine what is to come. Because if you don't have time to imagine what's next, you'll often just get caught doing what's now. It's going to stunt growth. The second one, second enemy to a growth mindset is familiarity with the status quo. It's no change. It's, it's the same old, same old. When I was maybe believing for something to grow, when I was believing to grow and maybe it didn't go the way I expected. So I guess this is just how it's going to be. Maybe it's also like, this is just how it's always been done. This is how we've always done it. The problem is you don't grow by just doing the same thing. You grow when you do something new. If we look at physical health and, and going to the gym, which I'm sure at home you're thinking, I obviously go to the gym. Yeah, uh, not really. Uh, I did for a period. And what I did know about growth there is if you just keep lifting the same weight, eventually you're going to stop growing. If I just, you know, have a couple, of, a couple of kgs on there and I do dumbbell curls and I do 10 every day and I just keep doing that, it's not actually going to cause me to grow. What I actually need is some change to spark growth inside of me. I've got to up the weight. I've got to up the reps. I've got to do something different that helps me to grow. So an enemy of growth is where we just become so familiar and so content with what we have right now. One step further than this is disappointment. It's an enemy of a growth mindset. Disappointment, maybe at lack of growth. It's, it's that one step further of I was really hoping for something and, and it didn't happen when I thought it would, or it didn't happen how I thought it would. I really did have a big vision for last year. I really did have some dreams for last year, but it didn't happen how I expected. And if we let ourselves get disappointed, it can actually stop us from growing. Maybe you started 2022, this is my year. 
And then here we are online and that could cause you to be disappointed. But I wanna encourage you. Jesus keeps hope alive, hope alive in your life. In every season, you can grow. It doesn't matter your circumstance. Jesus wants to take you to a new level of faith, of hope, of life. Come on, church, I hope you're excited. I can imagine, I'm sure that you're getting involved down below because Jesus keeps hope alive. And I hope you believe that also. This could be your year. This can be your season because in every season, Jesus can help us to grow. You can grow this year. The final enemy of a growth mindset is comfort. It's I'm happy with what I have now, or maybe even one step further, it's, it's I don't want to lose what I have right now. Like, like I would love to imagine kind of furthering my career or maybe furthering a relationship or whatever, but, but I'm afraid that by doing that, I might risk what I have now. And I, I don't want to lose what I have now. I'm so comfortable with what I have now that I don't want to risk taking it to the next level. Comfort is the biggest enemy of growth. It's it's the attitude of, it could be better, but it could be worse. And and I'm going to err on the side of it could be worse, and I'm just going to stay in my comfort zone. It's the better the devil you know than the better, uh, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. If we have this attitude at life, it's going to stop us from growing. But I don't know about you. I want to grow in my life. I've still got plenty of life ahead of me. I don't want to be in the same place I am right now in 10 years time or in five years time or in one month's time. I want to grow. I want to grow personally. I want to grow my relationship with God. I want to grow. And I believe that you do also. So how can we restart growth? How can we reimagine from a growth mindset. Well, I want to encourage you with a couple of things. How do we restart it? We've got to reimagine. We've got to look at our life and say, hey, I'm reimagining from the perspective of growth. I'm looking at my life through the lens of I want to grow. I love what it says in Ephesians 3.20. Just an incredible promise. Now to him who was able to do immeasurably more Let me say it again, immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that is at work within us. I don't know about you, I got some big imaginations and God is saying, I can do more than that. What do we got to do? We got to reimagine our life, not just get so disappointed or discouraged or distracted or comfortable that we stop believing for more. We have got to imagine more church. Imagination, it's, it's seeing with your mind's eye. What does your life look like when you look through your mind? How do you see it? What does this year look like in your mind's eye? Is it, is it a year of growth? And I'd encourage you, time to reimagine if it's not. So quickly, I want to talk about two things that will encourage growth. Are you ready? I'm sure you're ready. You're, getting, you're, you're down in the comments writing, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. I can see it. Um, so two things that will encourage your growth. The first thing is reimagine your relationship with people. If you want to grow, reimagine your relationship with people. The best way you can grow is to be around people that are going to encourage you to grow. If you want to grow, you got to get around people that are going to encourage you to grow. A little way through last year, I, I, I had a, a revelation that the people I was spending my time with 
were all very similar to me. I was hanging out with people who had the same faith as me, kind of on the same journey as me, same viewpoint as me. And I had this revelation, man, everyone I'm hanging out with is, is a Christian. And this is, I'm not throwing shade at any of my Christian friends out there, okay? I love you. You're beautiful. I'm so happy you're a part of my life. But I'm hanging out with all these people who are exactly the same. And I was like, how boring is this? The people I'm spending my time with, they think the same way. They do the same things. They're, they're headed the same direction. And how boring could it get? And, and, and again, there is so much power. I, I think there's, there's so much power in being around people who are going to encourage you to grow it spiritually and grow in your relationship with God. That's why we love life groups. It's a little secret here at New Hope. It's these groups of people who meet during the week to encourage and uplift one another that do life together. I mean, if you're not in one, get on the website as soon as the message is finished. Get on and after the worship, get on and after the host at the end, get on the website. Sign up for a life group. People that are going to encourage you to grow. But more so than that, we're also called to be influencers, to be around people who don't believe the same thing as us, to be around people who have different mindsets to us. And if you want to grow in your life in every aspect, be around some people who challenge your thinking, who think differently and live differently. Because really, I think our faith, unless we have a place to outwork our faith, that's where it gets stunted. If you want to grow in your relationship with God, start hanging around some people like Jesus did. The people that He didn't just hang around the disciples or just hang around the religious people. People. He was with the people that needed Him the most. So you want to grow? Get around some people that are going to help you to grow. Go and be an influencer. I, I think comfort can be, you know, the, the enemy of growth, comfort, is, is I'm just around the same people. I've got the same friends. I've got the same people that I always hang out with. We've got our little routines and it's all good. I encourage you, break that. I, I'd love to ask you, when was the last time you spent time with somebody who didn't share the same faith as you? And if it wasn't within the last two weeks, if, if you can't think of the last time it was, Time to reimagine your relationship with people. Time to make some new friends. That's what I had to do. I went out and I made new friends. And tell you what, it is so refreshing being around people who maybe don't believe the same thing as me. But what I'm doing is I'm being there and I want to be an influence. I want to bring life and hope and love to these people because that's what we are called to do. I'm running a little bit low on time. So I've got a big scripture here and I'm just going to summarize it in 1 Corinthians 7. Um, and it basically talks about here, each in verse 20, each person should remain in the situation they were in when God called them. Were you a slave when you were called? Don't let it trouble you. Although if you can gain your freedom, do so. For the one who was a slave uh, when called... When called to faith in the Lord, uh, when called to faith in the Lord is the Lord's freed person. Similar, similarly, similarly, similar. Oh no, my parents are like, why did we pay for a private education? Uh, the one who was the same in the same way, the one who was free when called to be. Uh, the one who was free when called is Christ's slave. It's basically saying, let me summarize, because I, I messed that up a little bit when I was reading there. It was saying, hey, call, you are called right where you are right now, no matter what your situation is, you are called. Whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, you are called. God has got a purpose for you. God has got a plan for you right where you sit, right where you work, right in the family that you're in. And it, of course, it's saying, 
saying, hey, if it's not ideal, believe that it's going to change. But right now, know you are called. Know that God has got a purpose for you right where you are. What's that purpose, man? It's to love people. It's to share the good news about Jesus. I think calling is often seen as where you're meant to be, but we've got to reimagine calling. Reimagine calling as it's right here. It's right where I am. So I'm going to be around people that are going to cause me to grow, but I'm going to be intentional and I'm going to be influential with love and hope and life. Somebody praise God for that. Come on. We've got to reimagine our relationship. Uh, I think distraction, hey, distraction in our relationship with people, it looks like when we start living off mission. And just quickly, get back on mission. Hey, reimagine your calling, your workplace, your family, your coffee shop. That is your calling. God has got a purpose for you in that situation, whatever it is. Recognize that there's purpose in every day. Hey, disappointment, maybe you did this. Maybe you invited someone to church and they, and they didn't come. Come on, reimagine purpose. Get back on mission. Invite again. Ask again. Keep loving that person. Keep encouraging that person. Final thought to, to encourage growth is to reimagine your relationship with God. Reimagine your relationship with God. I think as, as we really have a growing relationship with God, it, it influences every aspect of our life. It influences the way we interact with people. It influences the business decisions that we make. It influences the way that we treat our family members. So if we want to grow in our lives, I believe we've got to want to grow with God. Romans 12.1 says, do not conf- oh, tw- Romans 12.2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 2 Peter 1.5-8 says, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge, self-control and to self-control, perseverance and to perseverance, godliness uh, and to godliness, mutual affection and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities, wait for it, in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. That they will, If you keep growing, it's going to stop you from being stunted and not going everywhere. If you keep growing in those things, in love, in knowledge, in self-control, in compassion, it is going to help you go to a new level in your whole life. God doesn't want your relationship with Him to just be static. Just a, that's a box checked. Yeah, I've got faith. That's what I do. I go, I go to church on Sunday. God actually wants to see you grow. Notice the process words, be transformed in increasing measure. God is about journey. God is about growth. He's not about static, stopped, here we are. And I think that our relationship with God can, be, can become a victim to all those enemies of growth. Distraction, I mean, of course, it's time to refocus maybe. Maybe 2022, it's time to set some new habits that prioritise your relationship with God. Maybe it's time to reimagine why you're doing these things. Reimagine why am I going to church? Like, am I just going to sit there or just to, you know, tick the box because it makes me feel good for a week? Or am I realising that I'm a part of a community that's making a difference in the world and that when I bring my faith and everyone else brings their faith on a Sunday, even if it's a little bit, powerful things can happen. Maybe it's reimagining why you serve or, or maybe it's reimagining why you pray. So it's not just this, I'm asking God for something, but I'm actually wanting relationship. Reimagine why I'm reading my Bible. Am I just reading it because I want some brownie points in heaven? Or, or am I reading it because I'm hungry to hear God's voice in my life every day? Am I journaling because I want to prioritise God's voice? I want to prioritise growing. 
with Jesus. Familiarity, I mean, just doing the same thing over and over again out of habit, not expecting growth. Man, that can slip into our relationship with God for sure. Maybe it's time to reimagine those things. Maybe it's even trying something new. Maybe it's an opportunity to start serving and to say, you know what? I actually want to prioritize my growth with God by serving Him and by serving people. Hey, jump on a team. Again, after the message, after the worship, after the host at the end, get on the website, check out a team. Maybe there's a place you can be involved that's actually going to help you to grow because you won't grow just doing the same thing over and over again. Disappointment, man, sometimes we can get disappointed. Time to reimagine. Hoping God doesn't disappoint. Don't let that stop you from growing. Hey, maybe comfort. Maybe you've just gotten comfortable in your relationship with God and it's actually time to step out in faith. Maybe it's time to do something new, to, to do something that's gonna springboard your relationship with God forward. I love that Pastor Chris mentioned our Wednesday night worship and prayer. Maybe just coming along to that this week and, and saying, you know what? I wanna re- reprioritize, refocus. I wanna do something new that's maybe a little bit out of my comfort zone, but it's gonna spur on growth in my life. And again, hey, the motive for all this isn't, I want more heavenly brownie points. It's, man, I want to suck every drop out of life that God has. I want to live a life to the full. I know that God is for me, so I want to grow with Him. Hey, I've got a couple of questions just as we wrap up this morning. I hope you've been encouraged by that. I'm, I'm encouraging myself. I'm preaching to myself this morning. I hope you're encouraged by it also. A couple of questions. Hey, can you identify any of the enemies of growth in your life. As you look at your life, can you see, hey, yeah, some disappointment slipped in there maybe or some, some discouragement or maybe I'm too comfortable. Can you, re- can you identify any of them and, and what are you going to do about it? Second question, are you living on mission right where you're at? So important. Can you honestly say you are living focused on mission, on loving people, on bringing hope to this world right where you are? Third question, are you ready to grow with God this year? Are you ready? I hope, I hope down below you're saying, I'm ready. I'm ready to grow. Because I think it starts with a determination that 2022 is not a year of going backwards. It's not a year of going to the side. It's a year of going forward with God, forward in my calling, forward in my purpose, forward in my confidence. Hey, there is more in store for you this year. So 2022, what are you imagining? Are you ready and hungry for more? It's time to take a fresh look at our life and, and not see it all as said as done. Not the same old, same old, but to see that it's full of opportunity. Hey church, I'd love to pray this morning. Jesus, we just thank you for every wonderful person that's, that's joining online, that's under the sound of my voice. I thank you that you care for them, that you love them, and that there is more for their life than whatever they're facing right now. Jesus, we just pray that 2022 would be a year of exponential growth in our lives personally and spiritually in every aspect, God. We pray that you would come and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. And hey, maybe you're joining this morning and you've never made a decision to go on a journey with Jesus. Hey, well, friend, I wanna tell you, He loves you so much. And all of what I've said this morning is, is, is true for you too. He wants you to grow. He wants you to experience life to the full. More than that, He wants you to live the kind of life that actually makes a difference. There is a purpose for your life with Jesus. And maybe that's something you wanna do. Maybe you wanna go on a journey of following Him. I just encourage you, Right now, right, right where you sit, whether you're listening to it live or, or later on, maybe just in your heart, say a little prayer, like something along the lines of, hey, Jesus, that's me. I wanna follow you. I wanna experience 
all that you have for me in your life.